Welcome to the Love Marriage Again podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Siobhan Parat. In this podcast, you will receive the wisdom, the insight, and the tools you need to have a marriage that truly lights you up inside. Your marriage is meant to be amazing. Your marriage should be your favorite place to be. Your marriage should bring out the best in you. I'm here to help you create that. In each episode, I'll coach you to improve your communication, build a deeper connection, become a more united team, and experience more intimacy. Here, we have real conversations about what can make marriage hard, and more importantly, how to make it easy. I'm so glad you're here. Now let's get to the work of loving your marriage again. Well, hello there. It is Dr. Siobhan. I am very happy to be back with you for another podcast episode. I hope you're doing well. I am, feels like coming off of a whirlwind. So this past weekend, I hosted the fall 2023 marriage upgrade in-person retreat. We spent two glorious, powerful, fun, deep, meaningful, unforgettable days together. And the couples had a blast. They had such amazing and positive things to say. I'm thinking of one gentleman in particular who was like, hey, you know, I don't really think we needed to come to this, right? And his wife had, you know, got him to come. And there were several, just several moments throughout the entire retreat where he was like, this is exactly what I needed. So shout out to those who don't even know this is exactly what you need. But when you enter the room, you realize that it is a perfect match for what you really want in your marriage. And I think he was able to see that. He described himself as kind of complacent and recognized that like with some simple tweaks and upgrades that things could just be so much better. So I'm really excited and looking forward to working with all of the couples over the next six months. I have the virtual retreat coming up this coming Friday and Saturday. And so I'm also looking forward to that. It is equally as fun, powerful, impactful, memorable, um, as the in-person retreat. So I'm really looking forward to that. So that's what's happening with this next cohort of the marriage upgrade. And if you're hearing all this and you're like, man, I really want to be in that. (laughs) I really want to be a part of that program. If you send me an email, I may be able to slide you into the virtual retreat, but you've got to act fast because they're materials I need to get to you. So If you're listening to this on Tuesday when this podcast airs and you want to get right in, send me an email ASAP and we will get you set up. That is probably as late as we can hold off um, because we've got a full agenda and lots of things to get done inside the program. So starting new and closing out. So this Sunday, 
was the last call for the spring 2023 cohort of the Marriage Upgrade. And it was so good. It was just such an amazing call. We, um, the first 90 minutes was our self-care session, which is part of the program, where we really did a deep dive into attachment styles. And again, I'm just thinking about the comments. Um, This one specifically from another husband that's in the program who his wife said, as I was like going over the different attachment styles, he was like, no, I don't think that's me. And then literally like a few slides later, he was like, oh my gosh, she's totally nailed it. I did not know this was me, but this is really me. And everything clicked. So I think that's one of the beautiful things about this work, whether you're working with me inside the marriage upgrade or you're working with me privately and um, private coaching is just for so many things to click and make sense. And I think it's almost sometimes for me hard to describe the value of that, of like, how much it matters for things to make sense. But as I said in this last call with the group, you know, understanding these things about yourself and understanding your like template for how you have been wired since like infancy really helps to explain why you have the dynamic that you have in your marriage. And what I love about being able to help my clients trace everything that's happening now to a root issue or just some conditioning they got in childhood is it depersonalizes everything, which means that the things your partner is saying and doing or the things that you may be saying and doing are not about the other person. It's about you and your perspective and how you've been brought up and adapted to certain situations to operate in certain ways. And once you understand that it's like, oh, I just learned to adapt this way, now I can consciously shift and move into a different way of being. Literally, the sky is the limit for undoing patterns in your relationship and quite frankly, like generational patterns that have been evident in your family. So it is really just an honor to work with my clients and to help them connect these dots and to really watch them take that insight and make change. I do honestly believe it is the difference maker in creating lasting change versus like the superficial, we're going to like, you know, have this checklist of things we're going to do and how we're going to operate differently as a couple. It really, from my perspective, creates change at, I guess, what we consider like a cellular level, because we are really attacking like neuropathways and like biological conditioning and all of that stuff. So it really is amazing to watch those aha moments for my clients. So if you are a client that is currently in the marriage upgrade or has just wrapped up, um, I'm just so honored to be your coach. And if you are a podcast listener, I'm honored to be your coach as well, because I really treat this experience and this conversation that we have on the podcast 
as a coaching session. So you are getting a real lived experience of what it's like to at least be taught by me, right? Like it's not necessarily a two-way conversation, but you get to peek inside my brain. You get to understand what I teach and how it can help you. So um, I'm excited. I'm excited actually today as well because I'm going to share with you one of the concepts that we dive into inside the Marriage Upgrade and as well in my private coaching, you know, Everything I teach is the same. There's like no new stuff (laughs) under the sun. The things that work are the things that work. And I have my spin on them. I have my lens, my perspective, my insight, and the way that I communicate those things to my clients. So what I'm going to share is this concept called the disconnection dance and It's not something that I created from scratch. So I'd like to be clear about that, that if you read any really good marriage help book or, you know, come across another um, marriage coach or therapist or counselor that really understands like root causes and really understands patterning in couples, then they're going to have their own spin on this or their own name of it. Um, I was inspired by the work of, oh my gosh, it's totally (laughs) Terry Real, Terry Real, Terrence Real, um, and his books. And he calls, so I call it the disconnection dance. I think he calls it the dysfunctional something. Either way, it's the thing that is happening in your relationship where you and your partner have predictable dance moves. You have predictable steps, predictable triggers, predictable reactions to each other that put you in a cycle. It's literally just like a pattern that is constantly repeating itself over and over and over again. And so the way that I teach it um, inside the Marriage Upgrade is it's a page, it's a couple of pages inside the workbook that has these like four boxes. So if you imagine a regular, you know, sheet of paper with four boxes, one in each corner, it's what is happening in your marriage that creates frustration, disconnection, aggravation, um, disappointment with each other. And each of those boxes represents a step that either you or your partner takes. So for example, let's say we start with you, with something that has upset you, has triggered you, and you have a certain way that you respond, right? Let's say that when you're upset with your partner, you are more on the reactive side, and you bring it to them in the form of a complaint laced with a little bit of shame and blame, (laughs) right? Like you're upset with them. So you're bringing it to them right away. You're reactive. You're lashing out a bit. And then they, right, this is the second box, feeling that from you are super defensive. They're defensive. They're explaining themselves. They're not hearing the emotion. They're just you know, giving you the facts with all the logic, then you feeling dismissed or feeling like they're being defensive, up it even more, 
right? You've got to get them to hear you. You've got to get them to understand you. So you take it up a few notches, which is now the third box of your, uh, the third box, your reaction to them. And then in your heightened emotion and trying to get them to understand, it's overwhelming to them. And so they just shut down. They just stop talking. They stop trying to explain. They just stop trying to understand. They're overwhelmed by the conversation and want to end it. And there you go, right? So this is the cycle. This is a dance. You take one move. They respond to you. Then you respond to them. Then they respond to you. And on it goes. So that's what the disconnection dance is. And I would really encourage you to you know, pause the podcast here and just think about like, what is a pattern that's in your relationship? What are your four boxes that keep coming up and keep creating strife, strain, and disconnection between you and your spouse? So that's one part of the exercise that we do um, inside the program. And I wanted to talk more about it because I really think it's information that every couple should have. Like when I do even consults and couples or clients are coming to like potentially hire me as their coach, this is part of that conversation. I think before any massive or significant change can be made in your relationship, you have to understand the underlying pattern that's not working, right? You can't just go in on top of a situation and try to start solving things without fully analyzing and understanding what's going wrong in the first place. It would be like trying to put a transmission in a car that needs brake pads. Like it just doesn't fit, doesn't work. So understanding your disconnection dance, and you may have multiple, let me just say that it's not just four boxes. It's probably like 40 boxes for different situations. Um, What's so amazing about it is it helps you see where a shift can be made and where an impact can be created, right? Because you're listening to this podcast because you want something to be better. And so when you really see clearly that this is what I do specifically, this is what my partner does specifically, and then this is what I do in response to them, and then this is what they do in response to me, then any one of those four steps can be altered and changed to produce a different overall outcome. Right? I just want you to really think about that. Like if this is a puzzle that's like part one, part two, part three, part four, if you change any one of those parts, you have a different picture. And so it helps you really like laser in and focus in on where you can create a better experience together. I think the other advantage of really understanding your disconnection dance is it cues you into what's happening in the moment. I have had so many clients, once they uncover it, really be able to call it out in the moment. Like, oh, we're doing that thing again, right? We're doing that thing again. It's almost like when you're watching a movie, whether it's a drama or an action or romance, 
there's always that moment where you're like, you know what's going to happen, right? It's like not a surprise. It's like, oh my gosh, this is so predictable. He's going to do X, she's going to do Y, and they're going to do, you know, whatever. And the same can happen for you even in the middle of a tense moment that wants to be made into an argument. You can literally spot it out like, oh, this happened and I'm about to react the way that I normally do, right? And so it cues you in. It gives you the signal. It's like, warning, warning, warning. You're about to do that thing you keep doing that doesn't work. So stop it. (laughs) Okay. And then the other thing that I've really found and observed watching my clients absorb this concept is it gives them a common language to use together, right? Like, oh, we're in a disconnection dance and they both know what they're talking about and they're both on the same page. And it's not like, oh, why are you so upset? I don't know what's going on for you. Like what's happening? It's like, no, we both know what's happening because we both came together to identify this pattern that we have in our relationship that's not helping us. And so when you can both call it out and both have that common language of like, oh, we're in a disconnection dance, what's amazing about it is you also open both of your eyes to the fact that a repair needs to be made. And I've talked about the repair cycle in a previous uh, podcast episode, so you can scroll back and find that. So it's just an amazing tool to lead you, guide you, direct you to see what's happening so you can change it. And I know sometimes when I talk with couples, they are so in the weeds of their issues. Like they are debating the details of their last argument. They're like correcting each other. They're hyper-focused on like the minutia. And this tool helps you zoom out and focus on what's really happening so you can actually address things at the core issue so that you're not spending hours debating like little details that really don't matter at all. So what I want to offer you is that identifying your disconnection dance and seeing why it's so important there's actually something you then do with it, right? So yes, it's important to be aware. Yes, it's important to be able to call it out and to signal to you that you need to do something different. But what I love, and I guess is kind of a hallmark of how I work with clients, is I love to just take it even deeper. And so when I'm working with couples on their disconnection dance, we do something with that information, right? So we have that page or those pages, and then we take it deeper. So you want to always be really clear and uncover why you were triggered and why you get upset about the things you get upset about. So what we do with this information, right, if we take that first step of the disconnection dance, you are upset about something and you are reactive and you are bringing it to your partner, shaming, blaming, you know, all the things. You want to understand why you're so triggered, right? Like 
we accept the full range of human emotions always. So there's nothing wrong with being upset. But a lot of times when you're in a disconnection dance, your level of upset is pretty intense, right? So it's an intense dance where it's not like, hey, that really bothered me that you did that. Could you like change it next time? It's like, no, it's like, I can't believe you did this. How could you be so selfish? How could you, whatever, right? So that I would categorize as the level of being triggered. You're emotionally activated. And whenever you find yourself highly emotionally activated, you want to understand why. And it's never the thing that's actually happening in the moment. There's a marriage counselor that I heard an interview with. I think his name is Jim Kress. Um, He said, when you're hysterical, it's historical, which means that the things that really, really upset you in your marriage are not just the incident that's happening at that specific time, but it has a trail back to either other things that have happened in the marriage in the past and that keep happening, or even more so, which I find is the deepest root, is something back in childhood, that the experience you're having in your marriage that's highly activating and highly triggering for you reminds you of feeling the same way back as a child right? I remember this just happened at the retreat. I have a client um, who has a hard time like saying no to work opportunities. And, you know, he's approached by directors or, you know, other senior leaders in his profession. And it's hard for him to like place boundaries. And what we uncovered is there was a time in middle school where he got into really big trouble and was sent to the principal's office and had some pretty serious consequences. And he just felt so helpless and disempowered in that moment. And so we connected the dots between that authority figure as a child and him being really confused and not knowing what was going on and feeling a bit helpless to that's the version of him that's showing up when he's having these conversations about opportunities with senior leaders in his profession, that he feels a little bit obligated to say yes. And just that awareness alone helps us now be able to navigate that situation with just a depth of understanding that's going to make it so much easier to pinpoint exactly why he keeps falling into this pattern. So you want to take the information that you gather from how you respond in your disconnection dance to really understand your triggers and connect the dots from the past. And when you're able to do that, what happens is you really understand why you have the specific reactions that you do. And when you uncover that, like why something is a specific trigger for you, My coaching for you is to work on healing and growing from that trigger first before you go to your partner and try to get them to change. I think conflict, I think being really upset about things 
is always a signal to look inside first and to really understand what in the world is happening for me, right? And our last podcast episode gave you some great questions to be able to do that work. So if you haven't listened to that, I highly recommend that you go back one and answer those questions of what's really going on. And when you understand yourself first and you see that, oh, this is such a big deal for me because I have like this unhealed wound from 20, 30 years ago, then what's going to happen is it takes the edge off. And you're less reactive and less upset with your partner in the moment because you can recognize that, hey, this isn't 100% about them. And instead, I see where this is my work to do. This is like my thing to be paying attention to even more for myself and healing and self-soothing and working through. And when you do that, what ultimately happens is when those same situations come up again, they are less triggering and less full of charge for you. And you're able to keep your cool. You're able to talk about it in a way that is more grounded and enables your partner to really hear you. Because I promise you, no one, yourself included, is able to hear someone when they are highly emotionally reactive and blaming and shaming you. Your guard is up. You're trying to protect yourself from what they're throwing at you. But if you've gotten yourself to a calmer state where you're no longer throwing things at your spouse with your words, right, then it just automatically creates a more conducive environment for a positive productive mutual exchange, which will then change your disconnection dance because you're moving one of those boxes and replacing it with a much more grounded, easy to talk with version of yourself. So that's it. That's the sort of like preview of the disconnection dance, how it can help you, what results from understanding this information about yourself and about your dynamic with your spouse. So I loved sharing this episode with you because it is a great um, preamble or appetizer for a masterclass that I am going to be hosting called Unbothered. (laughs) Do you love that name? I totally love it. It is Unbothered, how to be less reactive towards your spouse, right? So if you enjoyed hearing and learning about the disconnection dance, you will love being a part of this masterclass and really getting the tools to take this information further so that you really can operate from a space of being less bothered by things, which then means you're having fewer disconnection dances, which means you create the opportunity for more connection dances, right? Because we want to be in loving connection with each other as often as possible. 
So the details of this masterclass will be in the show notes. You can click the link. You can also go to my website, drshavon.com, and there is a tab there that says masterclass, and you will find out all the information there, when it is, how to register, and I would love to meet you there as well. So thank you so much for tuning in today. I trust that this has been valuable for you and I look forward to being back with you next week for the next episode. Bye for now. Thanks so much for tuning in. And now a question for you. What did you get out of this episode? The most important part of this work is applying what you hear. I hope you'll do that. And if you loved this podcast, you will love working with me directly even more. I invite you to my website, drshavon.com, to learn about my coaching programs and any live masterclasses I may be hosting. And of course, we will meet right back here for the next episode of the podcast. Until then, keep loving your marriage again.